Hi, my name is Alicia. And my name is Mariah, and you're listening to our podcast, Around the World with Alicia and Mariah. Today, we are going to be talking about Mexico. Our topics are buildings, statues, outdoor places, significance of the flag, food, traditions, holidays, urban legends, and famous people. Okay, so let's get started. One of the most famous buildings in Mexico is the Temple Pyramid of El Castillo. This building is located in Yucatan and was built sometime during the 9th and 12th century. The Temple Pyramid of El Castillo was built to serve the god Cucuclan. There are four sides to the pyramid and each side has 91 stairs. There are a few additional stairs with a total of 365. Tourists are no longer allowed to climb the pyramid, but admiring from afar is good enough. If you really want to climb some stairs, you can visit Coba, Uxmal, or Izamal. Those are some temples that are open to the public. These buildings were made by the people of the ancient Maya civilization. When you're there, it's like you went back in history. Of course, there are many other places to visit, but these ruins are by far the most popular in Mexico. Moving on to our next topic. The next topic I'm going to be discussing are the statues. The Angel of Independence is located in Mexico City and was built to pay tribute to the 100th anniversary to Mexico's victory over Spain during the War of Independence. The statue shows a golden angel that is handing over a crown. It was built in the year of 1910 under the presidency of Porfirio Diaz, handing it back to Mariah. Well, since you asked, some inventions are hot Cheetos, gum, chocolate, popcorn, tequila, and anti-graffiti paint. But the most notable inventions are scorpion anti-venom, earthquake-resistant foundations, and the color TV. Scorpion anti-venom has been used to help save millions of lives globally. Earthquake-resistant foundations are important, especially to Mexico, because there are a lot of earthquakes there. It helps keep buildings in place when there are earthquakes. And the color TV is a game changer. It was named one of the best inventions. But personally, I think hot Cheetos and popcorn and gum are the best inventions. What do you think, Alicia? My favorite invention is hot Cheetos. Speaking of foods, some most famous foods in Mexico are tacos, tamales, tortas, menudos, pozole, beans, rice, and salsa. Most of the food tends to be spicy even candy and snacks. Did you know that Mexican food is actually healthy? Most Mexican foods have the perfect mix of every food group. Did you also know that in some parts of Mexico they eat exotic foods? Well, if you didn't know, some of the most common exotic foods are snakes, iguanas, and turtles. Okay, Mariah, what's the next topic? Wow, that's crazy. But the next topic is traditions. One of the most well-known traditions are quinceañeras. I interviewed my mom for this one. Okay, I am here with a very special guest, my mom, and I'm going to ask her a few questions about her quinceañera. Okay, let's start. When was your quinceañera? What was it like, and what was the most memorable part of that day? Mi fiesta de quince año fue... Quiero decir que fue a finales de 1988 o a principios de 1990. Este fue un evento 
muy memorable que siempre va a estar muy cercano a mi corazón porque como hija única de mamá soltera fue mucho el sacrificio que ella hizo para poder darme una fiesta de 15 años. Mi vestido fue blanco porque en los 80s y los 90s el blanco simbolizaba pureza. Y este, así es que mi vestido fue de satín blanco con flores muy pequeñas de color azul tierno. Este, y las quinceañeras, en realidad, cuando a mí mi mamá me hizo mi fiesta de 15 años, yo no sabía lo que simbolizaba. No fue hasta después de que tuve mis hijos que me enteré realmente lo que simbolizaba una fiesta de 15 años. Cuando yo era un adolescente, yo pensaba que la fiesta de 15 años era una costumbre, pero en realidad no sabía lo que simbolizaba. Yo sabía que a todas las muchachas que cumplían 15 años se les hacía una fiesta grande con su vestido blanco, con sus damas y sus chambelanes, música, comida y salón. Pero al pasar de los años, la fiesta de 15 años simboliza la transición de una muchacha de niña a mujer. A mí la, el evento más memorable fue bailar el vals con mi mamá. Desafortunadamente mi papá murió cuando yo era muy chica y mi mamá pues fue la que me organizó y con mucho sacrificio me hizo mi fiesta de 15 años con músicos, en un salón, con comida típica mexicana que consistió de un platillo típico de México que es la birria con frijoles y arroz y este mi pastel el brindis y en aquel entonces no se usaba lo que hoy en día se usa la banda en aquel entonces se usaba un conjunto conjunto que tocaba música por decir así estilo selena pero después al pasar de los años eso se, se acabó y, y se integraron cosas más modernas ok um, another question what was the court like mis amas y chambelanes consistieron de no recuerdo si fueron 12 o 13 muchachas que vienen siendo las damas y muchachos que vienen siendo los chambelanes fue un reto este que los chambelanes y las damas vinieran a ensayar el vals pero lo logramos y entre todos este practicamos el vals y todo salió muy bonito what is one tradition that you hope to continue with my sister and i una tradición que me gustaría que siguieran tú y tu hermana es que cuando ustedes tengan sus hijas, que también les celebren su fiesta de 15 años, porque como mi mamá me celebró a mí mis 15 años y yo les voy a celebrar a mis hijas sus 15 años, yo quisiera que ellas también siguieran esa tradición y les celebraran los 15 años a sus hijas. Thank you for your time, mom. Anytime.
Well, you heard it here. Quinceanera symbolized the transition from childhood to womanhood. Can't wait for mine. Just kidding. It got postponed. I can't wait for mine too. Let's move on to holidays. On December 12, El Día de la Virgen de Guadalupe is celebrated in Mexico. This holiday is celebrated by Catholics and is celebrated to worship the Virgin of Guadalupe. Another Mexican hol holiday is Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos begins on October 31st and ends on November 2nd. The tradition of Dia de los Muertos is where people would make ofrendas. If you don't know what an ofrenda is, it's an altar in which people place their offerings. Anyways, people make ofrendas for their deceased family members and leave stuff that they like, such as alcohol, food, candies, flowers, and many other objects. Speaking of the dead, let's talk about La Llorona. Now it's time for urban legends. I will be telling you guys the story of La Llorona. If you don't know what La Llorona means, it means the weeping woman in Spanish. There are many versions of the story, but I will be telling you two of them. My version of the story goes like this. There was this lady who was very poor, but she was beautiful. One day she met a rich man and they fell in love. They got married and had two kids together. They were one big happy family until one day the husband left the lady for a younger and richer woman. She was heartbroken, so she decided to get back at him. She killed what he loved the most, their two kids. She drowned them, and then she drowned herself because she couldn't handle the pain. She wasn't allowed past the gates of heaven until she found the souls of her kids. Now she mopes around lakes and rivers crying, misijos. She takes all the kids she sees in hopes of getting let into heaven, but it never works. This is Alicia's version of the story. There was this young single mother of two who met a rich guy. She was madly in love with him, but the only thing stopping them from getting together were her children. He didn't want to be involved with the kids, so the guy told her to get rid of them, and so she did. She decided to drown her kids in the lake. The lady went back to the guy and told him that she got rid of the kids. When he asked how, she replied with, I drowned them. The guy decided that he didn't want to be with the woman who killed her kids, so he ended things. The lady was left heartbroken, and she regretted what she did to her kids. She decided to go look for her kids who she drowned, and she couldn't find them, so she started crying, mis niños. That's how she got her name. La Llorona ends up taking other children because she couldn't find hers. That's what she is believed to sound like. This story is commonly used to scare little kids and trick them into behaving good. 10 out of 10, Urban Legend. There's a movie about her if you want to watch it. It's called The Curse of La Llorona. That story is pretty famous. Moving on from Urban Legends, let's talk about something not as scary. I'm sure everyone has heard of Frida Kahlo. She's considered as one of Mexico's most famous artists. Frida's art was different from every other art. She would include facial hair on women to show the true beauty in that, and also created portraits that showed emotions. In her paintings, she also included a lot of monkeys. To her, they represented love and tenderness. A fact about her is that she was not able to have kids due to her medical problems, so she was gifted monkeys to kind of take the place of a child.
Her self-portraits are beautiful. Well, that's it for today, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. If you guys ever want to go to Mexico, refer back to this. Let us know what you guys think. Bye. Bye. Okay. For those of you who don't understand Spanish, don't worry, I got you. I will translate the interview. So, my mom said that her quince was sometime in the late 1980s or the early 1990s. It's something that she'll always remember since it was a big sacrifice her mom made. Her dress was white since white represented purity. She thought that quinces were just for fun, but as she got older and had kids of her own, she realized that it's not just a party. It represents the transition from childhood to womanhood. The most memorable part for her was dancing with her mom since she didn't have a dad to dance with. Um, she also talks about the change in quinces over time. For the last question I asked her, she said that she would like my sister and I to throw quinces for our daughters, if we have any. That's it. Bye. For those of you guys who don't know what La Llorona looks like, she's basically a lady wearing a bride's dress, and she has long brown hair that covers her face and a veil over her head. And she just walks around legs crying and taking little kids, like she snatches whichever little kids she sees. And that's it.